Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Eight o'clock hour, Bink at Night. NC State bases loaded. Lighters on the mound. One nothing. Seventh inning, College World Series. J.B. Inkley, Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Name, image, and likeness is something we've talked about for the longest time, Grant. Because the NCAA gets a ton of money, all right? TV contracts through the roof. Who gets the cash, right? They build all these buildings on campus, some for the students to enjoy. These athletes are making the money. And they, they had stupid rules. Like, you can have a bagel, but you can't put stuff on your bagel. And they had to read it. You can't get free dinners or whatever. They've had stupid rules. Name, image, and likeness. Six states are ready to rock on this. There's 19 that I think have put it through, uh, at this point, the, uh, the House in different states. But Alabama, Florida, Georgia... Mississippi, New Mexico, and Texas have legislation that's ready to roll for name, image, and likeness. Missouri, by the way, is ahead of the curve on this, too. It's already passed. He's sitting on the governor's desk, and they do expect him, Governor Parsons, to sign it. But the Supreme Court of the United States today unanimously, this wasn't like 8-1, to one. this is 9-0, baby. This is a sweep. Uh, unanimously affirmed a ruling Monday that provides for an incremental increase in how college athletes can be compensated. Opens the door for future legal challenges, of course, that could deal with the much more significant blow to the NCAA's current business model on ESPN. But the decision allows to provide the athletes with unlimited compensation as long as it in some way connected to their education. So that's why they throw that in there, Grant. That's why they can say, hey, we can give you a computer, we can do all this. Like, they, they can... Like, schools can sweeten the pot. We can give you all the free tutoring you want. We can tutor you all night. We can give you the free computers. So that's what they're saying at this point. Um, Kansas, by the way, they don't have this. Conzo Martin was asked, because Eli Drinkwitz has been big on getting this deal passed. Of course, these states want this passed. Gives you an advantage in recruiting if you can pay the players. He goes, it's probably long overdue in some aspects because athletes generate a lot of fanfare, a lot of energy, a lot of revenue. This is from Fox 4. Lawmakers in Kansas failed to send a similar nil bill to the governor's desk this session. Martin acknowledged for the time being gives Mizzou a recruiting advantage over KU, Kansas State, and Wichita State. Um, Bill Self was asked about it, and he told the KC Star that it amounts to trying to recruit athletes with both hands tied behind your back. Because you can't... (laughs) They've got to be careful Kansas now anyway with things. But now... Other states can offer you whatever. That's why it doesn't matter. I mean, both sides of the aisle, it doesn't matter. They're rushing to get this bill because they care about the, the local schools. They want them to do well. 
But will it un, kind of undo a Pandora's box? Because right now, it isn't to some extent. But what they're also talking about, Grant, is states that don't have this prove, like approved, the schools can do it at their discretion. Like the schools can do it at their discretion, which I think they will. Um, I think you about have to at this point. But they can. It says so. Basically, they're saying that the the, the, the schools can raise the pots too if the if the uh, if the state legislator doesn't do it because you got to be on an even playing field. Dan Walken of USA Today Sports, um, he joined Carrington Harrison to talk about this subject and thought he was interesting. This was uh, his thoughts on today's events. Well, this was a wipeout at the Supreme Court for the NCAA, a nine nothing ruling in which. They affirmed the lower court uh, ruling that said that the NCAA cannot limit benefits offered to athletes that are tied to education. So this is essentially narrowed and focused on things like computers or, you know, a study abroad trip or a postgraduate education and all these different things that, that the school can offer. Uh, and it's not, quote-unquote, pay-for-play. Uh, but I think what you've seen in the ruling here is that there are going to be more challenges now. Uh, the foundation has been laid against the NCAA system, and amateurism is now it's open season on, on amateurism, and there's going to be more cases that come forward. And we'll see what the NCAA does here. But uh, the significance of it is, in my mind, that um, the NCAA sort of dictating the terms of how it does business is, is now uh, it's kind of hanging in the balance right now because uh, this, this court just does not believe that the NCAA uh, uh, should be allowed to limit these things, and that's a pretty big deal. So some of these states are going to be able to do it. It's going to be open game. And then the NCAA is really trying to get on board with this now because they did an independent study, and they recommended that, you know, like 60 teams just create their own commission and everything else because they have no control over the college football playoffs. The NCAA doesn't have control over that. But to sweeten the pot, Missouri is one of the 16 states that has gone ahead and passed this. They just need to get it signed. Here's Dan Walken, if this should have happened a long time ago. Well, the NCAA has been pretty inflexible over the years in terms of here's what we offer. We offer scholarship, and we'll offer you know the sports experience and the coaching and the training and the facilities and all of that. And then you know a few years ago, they added this cost of attendance stipend, which put a little bit of money in, in their pockets. But that was basically it. And you know, all these other sort of extras, they felt like, well, you know, some schools can, can afford it, some schools can't. But if you let the schools who can't afford it offer that, then they'll have a big competitive advantage. And that's kind of driven a lot of the things at the NCAA level over the years is this fear that certain schools are going to have a competitive advantage over another in recruiting. Because that's what it's all about. Is, is This is not the pros in terms of, the players get drafted into the NBA. They get drafted into the NFL. In college, the player chooses where they want to go, and thus it's a competitive business between 
schools and, and player procurement. And so this notion of, of a level playing field has guided a lot of decisions and frankly, a lot of bad decisions over the years, including, you know, kind of where to set limits on those types of things. So basically you can do it now, but the, the schools could do it if the states haven't passed it yet, but it's got to stay out of the hands of the boosters. Like they can't be involved in it whatsoever, but they can't sweeten the pot as long as it involves education at this point. But six states, it's going to be different. It's going to be different what they can pay them. And there's always that argument about amateurism. And I hear it all the time. People are upset that the athletes might get paid. Well, I think you've always had that argument around what the NCAA does, which is, listen, uh, the only way to get rid of some of this stuff that that you say is uh, against the rules or against your rules is to just get rid of the rules. Uh, because a, a lot of this uh, market for players, it, it's real, it's um, robust, and you cannot just stop the flow of money on services that are, have value. And clearly, you know, for any school, you get a star basketball player, a star football player, the value of that person being on your campus and uh, – Playing in your uniform is is immense, and it, it's a huge financial deal, you know, for for these schools to to be able to play on television and to fill those stadiums. And the NCAA's view that the player just doesn't have any role in creating that value is uh, misguided and silly. The problem is, it started off with you know, at Notre Dame, started getting other games showed on NBC. And that was a big deal. Then all of a sudden, the Mac gets its games all over ESPN. Now ESPN Plus, you can buy your subscription to teams' games. You can watch all the games. But there's so much money there. And not only that, this way they can get paid on endorsement appearances. Things like that, which could change the bowl landscape, to be honest with you. They would eliminate. looks like they might eliminate because the next thing is going to be expanding the playoffs to 12, which looks like it might be thrown right into the mix of it. But instead of guys opting out for the NFL, let's say one of the local restaurants you know, sponsors one of the kids in the bowl game. He's make, doing commercials for him and everything else. But the caveat is you have to play in said bowl game. So my, my, my guys may take the check, play in the bowl game, and whatever. But regardless, there's always – I'm older with Stephen Lenexa thinks because you know he's probably mad about this. Probably mad about this. There to get a free education. Cost him nothing. $100,000 already getting paid. But the value of, like – when you're in the Heisman race and getting your logo all over national television, huge advertising for the school. Worth way more. Absolutely. Worth may more. Does Dan Wolken think we're headed to pay for play? Yeah, I, mean, I think there, there's a lot of steps before you get to that point. But the NCAA is under a lot of uh, pressure from Congress right now, for sure. Uh, because while they're trying to deal with this net name, image, and likeness legislation, you've also got uh, people – in Congress who are pushing for much more expansive laws. Uh, you've got one Senator, uh, Chris Murphy, uh, who's pushing for a bill that would allow college athletes to unionize. Now, I, I don't think that's likely to pass, but these are the things that the NCAA is, is dealing with right now. There's going to be more litigation on, on all fronts, and I don't know what the way out of it is unless they show some flexibility on on their rules and on, on what their amateurism model really means. If I'm Kansas, I'm really watching what's going on here, aren't you? 
some of these blue chippers in the state of Missouri, because Kansas does get a few of them, but Kansas loses a lot of players too, like the number one running back and receiver from the state of Kansas last year with the P.J. Fleck and the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Didn't go play in Kansas. Grant, you're a Kansas State alum. You love Kansas State football. I love going and watching what Chris Kleiman's doing. But if you're a player and all of a sudden other schools are kind of sweetening that pot, hey, we'll just get you a MacBook. You know, we'll, we'll take care of you. We got it. You know, don't worry about your bagel and the, the cream cheese on it. You know, you just go to our school and you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I wish they would have passed this NIL thing here. I mean, it's kind of a scary landscape out there, especially for a couple of schools in Kansas and Kansas State that are not necessarily recruiting powerhouses. I mean, you're already you kinda, a recruiting you disadvantage. You got. But you already get, like, schools are like already against a recruiting disadvantage when it comes to Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and all that. Huge ones already. But now you're at a recruiting disadvantage of like-minded schools just like you in a different place because some schools might be, off, be able to offer the recruit more stuff. And so your favorite football team might suffer if it's not passed where they can get paid. Now, I know that a lot of you don't want to see them do it. You don't want to I, see them get paid. What I don't understand is why. It's a good they question. They just don't want them to get paid What's just because they don't question. think they deserve the money? It's a good question. It we'll doesn't say, make any sense. Well, say you're a great pianist, right? And let's, what's, a, what's, a, what's a piano manufacturer? Steinway, right? Don't they make pianos? I have no idea. I think so, yeah. I think so. And they come and they say, we'd like to give you 50 grand a year because we think you're a good. They could take the money. Like they can take the money because there's no NCAA rules. Every they can take the money. other profession, you can make money off of what you're yeah, doing, I mean, except for sports. You can go play pro golf. You know, 14 years old, 15, pro tennis, you can go. If you're good enough, you can play. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Just pay the people. Pay the players. This is such an easy way the schools don't have to foot the bill for this. I know. And you got to say, and then people will make the argument, what about, you know, Johnny goes to KU and, you know, and I, we have to pay for his bill. And I get it, man. I understand what it's like paying for kids going to school. I get it. Totally understand it. But you know what? I think it'd be great if there was a way the schools are putting money in their pockets instead of me. I mean, I'm 100% for that. But how much money does that dude in chemistry bring to school compared to the quarterback? As far as attendance, sales at the stadium, parking, everything else that goes there, how much money does your your chemistry student bring to the school instead of the point guard or the quarterback? You know, when I paid all this money to go to tickets for games and parking and beers and all that sort of stuff – you know who I want to see on the field is the best possible players. And what you're not going to be able to get is always the best possible players if you're not playing on a, a playing field that's level with yeah. the big boys. According to Dave Matter of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, he said that, uh, as I mentioned, this proposal, schools and states without uh, NIL laws would adopt their own policies to permit athletes to be paid by third parties. They'll all do this, man. But not by boosters. <laughs> Of a school. So they got to stay, like the people that have the money have to stay away from it. Somehow the guy at the car dealership will stop being a booster, I think. Like $100 handshakes, you can't do that. For things oh, like yeah, endorsement deals, personal appearances, and sponsored social media posts. Because remember, the sponsored social media posts make a difference. Remember that kicker was down at UCLF? He had to close his YouTube account because he was making money on YouTube. They said, you can't do that. There was a Division three tennis player in the state of California that had to pay the NCAA back because she washed her car on campus. What I don't understand is how the NCAA even finds out about these things. She washed her car on campus. Who's, there's, there's too who's many things, narking about this? There's too many things for them to do. There's too many things, too many issues for them to look there at. There was just an NCAA compliance officer on campus at a D3 school that was like, hey, what are you doing washing your car? 
The thing about it is there's so many people trying to – because what happens is if you're the coach, you have no idea what goes on when they're not at the practice field. You have no idea. You have no idea when Johnny goes out to the gas station if a booster happens to be there and loads his pockets with cash. You have no control over that. I mean, that's the way it's been done for years. You know, boosters buying cars or maybe in the 80s. Are you kidding me? They'd recruit kids because people would go move into the town of the recruit. Like the 80s was open game, man. Look at SMU. I was about to bring that up. I love that 30 for 30 when they're just yeah blatant. Yeah, you got to do stuff. I mean, it's the way things used to be done. But that's when money wasn't great. They weren't getting all the big television revenue, right? Where's that money go to? Where's that money go to? But anyway, it's so interesting because now college athletes looks like good. Well, the Supreme Court said you can be paid. So now they got to figure out how to do it. And then these states have to go, okay, we better pass this or sign this. Let's get this thing going. We don't want to lose recruiting advantages. And the fun thing is, I mean, this is all sides, man. It didn't matter if Republican, Democrat, whatever. You want to see your school win. Like they're all rushing. Like this bill in Missouri was brought to you by. Uh, Rick Schroer, Republican O'Fallon, Representative Wes Rogers, Democrat from Kansas City. We're hard at work with this. Eli Drinkwitz trying to make a presentation. It doesn't matter. People just want to see the local schools win. But anyway, I thought Dan Wolken was pretty interesting there. Coming back up, we'll talk about the Kansas City Royals, about their uh, next road trip here in life without Adalberto Mondesi. Bing at night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Big and Night. What's uh, the pitch count now going with the lighter? I can't see it on my TV. It's cut it's off. 119. He's <laughs> winding up for 120. <laughs> in a 1-0 game, NC State and Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt trying to repeat as national champions. By the way, there's an update on the TMZ story of Frank Clark. The that, UZ that can't and the be good. No, this is actually, I think this. Okay. Again, this is why. The last time we got an update, we heard about a second incident. It's true. It's been a series of bad updates, but I'm saying it's why you would let the facts play out, right? This is the update. A source close, close to Clark tells us the NFL stars claims the weapon belongs to a member of his security team. We're told attorney Alex Spiro will represent him moving forward in the case. Or Spiro, I don't know Alex's full name. But 
I'm just saying, I mean, there's always all these things, right? Security team, belong to him, what mine. Just make sure they get it backdated. You got to have your security team close your bag down there. You know what I'm saying? Can't let that Uzi be hanging out. Yeah, how come if it belonged to somebody else, how come that person didn't claim it? At, on I don't site? know, man. Again, this was just, like I said at the, the okay. beginning. Like, this is what I was saying at the beginning. Like, just questions. Was, this is a TMZ story. You know, people are getting the police report down and everything else. But again, just let everything play out because initially when things happen, everybody rushes judgment one way or the other. But just let it play out. But regardless, it's still something and you don't want to see anything. But this is not what you want to see. I get that. Adalberto Mondesi. We don't want to see him on the IL anymore. Although they're saying this might not be as bad as last time. Dayton Moore was at the CU in the Major Leagues um, event today, and and uh, Bob Fesco had caught up with him there and other reporters, and he, he was the one that kind of said, hey, Mondesi, and the Royals put it out. Mondesi's on the IL. Brohern, Ryan O'Hearn, coming back up for the Kansas City Royals. This is Dayton Moore on it when it uh, first broke. I mean, unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have to put him on the IL again. Uh, it's, this time, it's a, it's a left oblique. I mean, he's he's just devastated, and um, you know, we just feel so bad for him. We're obviously a, a much different team when he's on the field, uh, and to replace him, we're going to call up Ryan O'Hearn. So, is this a different oblique than the other one? Yeah, it's the other side. Yeah. You guys have been dealing with him with a lot of little injuries for a long time. Is this bad luck? Is he just not in the right shape? Yeah, no, he's in great shape. I mean, you know, our performance science people, our medical team, uh, all the great folks at, at University of Kansas Health Systems, everybody, Doc Key, Doc Nolan, I mean, everybody has had hands-on, you know, with, with Mondi, and it's just uh, it's just one of those deals. I mean, he'll, he'll get through it eventually. It's just um, you know, he's had a lot of setbacks, you know, with his, uh, with his body. Yeah, being in shape is not dude's problem. Dude's rocked up, man. He's fast. Again, that kind of speed, they can put a ball 464 feet. You just don't see it on everyday people. It just doesn't happen. He's got that skill set, but he says he's devastated. I agree. You know, someone that wants to see him succeed, someone like me, that when you, when you see Monty play, what difference he can bring to a team. I mean, being able to stretch that single. I mean, he gets on first base. You might as well put him on second because he's going to steal, and he's going to get it. Or he'll end up on third. Kind of like Witt's been doing. Witt's uh, 20 stolen bases now lead Major League Baseball. But it was kind of one of those things like, ugh. We heard Denny Matthews' thoughts on Nicky Lopez and what he's been doing. This is Dayton Moore yesterday from the Dayton Moore Show talking about Nicky Lopez. Now keep in mind, he went and had another multi-hit game. He's got four multi-hit games in a row. His average is up to 260. Like Nicky's doing his job. It's a guy not even sure he's going to be on the roster on opening day. The truth of the matter is, in in 2020, if the season would have continued on, uh, you know, past 60 games, you know, Nicky may have been set down. I mean, because he he wasn't performing as well as he needed to offensively, and and Mondi was on a roll, as you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, things change in the game. Uh, I'm so proud of Nicky Lopez. We all are. He's always had the respect of this organization. The way he played second base the other night, that might have been as good as I've ever seen uh, a second baseman perform mentally, physically, instinctively. Uh, it was a special, special night. And it's, uh, you know, to me, he, he won the game for us, you know, with his defense and uh, his instinctive plays. And so, but, you know, it, it goes back to the thing we talk about all the time. 
if you have players on your team that just love to play baseball, uh, they're not really concerned where they play, whether it be in Omaha, Northwest Arkansas, or the major leagues. Of course they want to be in the major leagues, but as long as they're getting to do something they love to do, they're content. Uh, and Nicky Lopez has that spirit about him uh, when he puts that uniform on. Nicky Lopez was a guy who wasn't going to be on this roster. Spring wasn't kind to Nicky Lopez, but give the guy credit for turning things around. One guy that's always been playing well, leads the league in hits since 2018, is Whit Merrifield. He joins Cody and Gold at 11 a.m. each and every Monday. Remember yesterday, I was talking about the John Rahm thing, right? That's who he predicted to win the U.S. Open. Now, he was the favorite, but still, when you're the favorite amongst all those other great golfers and you're playing at that course, just because you pick the favorite golfer to win doesn't mean it's always going to happen. Unless you're in NASCAR and you're picking Kyle Larson to win every week because he does. But it's still difficult to do. But anyway, he had his fun. Like his predictions have always been pretty good. Sometimes he gets off the wall, guys, in the different majors, like he did the Masters. But he gives Cody and Gold a little bit of crap to always listen to Whit Merrifield's advice when it comes to golf. Highlights on Whit Merrifield show next. Bing at night. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know, Grant, speaking of Nicky Lopez, this is how much spring training numbers matter. Remember when he was optioned to AAA before, right after spring training? Ended up Mondi got hurt, so he came up and made hit two, hit two hits on opening day. Spring training, 16 games. He had four hits. Hit 118. Three strikeouts. Witt, by the way, hit 372 in spring training. How about Hunter Dozier? 289 in spring training. Five home runs, 13 rims. It's like, how much do you look at spring training numbers? Nicky Lopez, just the opposite. 
Then, of course, the text line is wondering when they bring up Bobby Witt. Well, certainly that dude is on fire. There's no question about it. The excitement is real. He's turned everything around. He was struggling with strikeouts and hitting righties there in the beginning. That's all changed. The guy can do everything. He's an amazing player to watch. No question about it. He'll probably get some uh, acclimation time in Omaha. Just got to make everything's clear. Make sure everything's clear. Look up Jared Clinic. He's the fourth rated prospect at MOB.com. Got called up. Ended up going 0 for 39. Sent back to AAA and he's crushing it again. That's what happens. You just got to be careful. Although Mike Trout came up for the Angels when he first came up and got sent down. It happens. But regardless, uh, I'm excited for him to get here too. No question about it. But Whit Merrifield, remember when he said U.S. Open? Like he made this pick last Monday on their show. And the U.S. Open played Thursday through Sunday. They always ask Whit to picks on the uh, majors. Hmm. I'm going to go. I think John Rahm's going to come out. And John Rahm won. John Rahm was a guy leading the uh, Memorial out in Ohio a couple weeks ago. Remember, he was leading it, came down with COVID, had a six-shot lead. He, had the, he couldn't play the final round. He wasn't better. Give him total credit. Whatever. That's fine. million and a half bucks gone, but he didn't care. He goes out and wins the U.S. Open. So then the day went. Um, surprised that Cody and Gold were surprised that once again he knew the winner. Yeah, I'm well. A little upset you guys are so surprised about that. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was the Vegas favorite. I want to give you plenty of credit for it. Uh, he was the Vegas favorite, but still, it's, that doesn't, of course, mean the guys, he's guy is going to go out there and, and win or anything like that. Yeah, no, I, I just, uh, he's such a good player. He's playing well right now, and I, I, I figured he'd be extra focused and motivated going into this week based on what happened a couple weeks ago, and um, I was glad to see him weather the storm that that happened on Sunday because it looked like it got really tough and it looked like um, the pressure got to a lot of guys and he was with able, he was able to make some huge plays down the stretch and come away with the win. The guy is nails on his off day. He likes to play golf. Obviously, Witt likes to play golf. But he said to you this time, this Monday, he wasn't because he's resting up because it's hotter than hell. And confidence that he just kind of rest things up before this 20-game stretch of the Kansas City Royals. Of course, he plays every day. But one thing – that is happening today in Major League Baseball. You don't have to go watch quick pitch tonight to watch all the highlights, see if it mattered. The substance. Like MLB umpires like Joe West be on the lookout, right? Look up, be on the lookout for the sticky goo. The spider tech pitchers are putting on pitches. What we'll have you yet to see? There's some guys like Tyler Glass now say he's hurt now because he had this he was stopping the substance because many of these pitchers through side sessions and everything else to get used to throwing without the substance. I do believe. Just like that Peter Moylan breakdown, it, it was great, talking about how pitchers do need it. Like, they do need a little bit of substance, a little bit of grip. Major League Baseball, in my opinion, should have had that ready for them before they changed the rules in the middle of the game. But here is Witt's thoughts on the crackdown that's beginning today in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how it all, uh, I guess, kind of shakes out. Um, just strictly from a curiosity standpoint, um, there's a lot of things that get talked about that, uh, you know, just sort of end up fizzling out or, or, or made a bigger deal than what they really are. And, um, so I'm just, I'm just curious to see how, how it's, how it's going to work, what it's going to look like, um, you know, what the umpires are going to, is it going to be consistent or are certain guys going to be more strict than others? Is it, 
I, I really don't know what it's going to look like. So it's um, it's an interesting time in our in our sport, and it'll it'll be even more interesting here within the next week. It is interesting they're facing Garrett Cole tomorrow night. Do you remember the Garrett Cole uh, video that kind of went viral last week when he was talking about it? Not off the top of my head. Well, when they asked him point blank, do you ever use spider tech? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, this is the pitcher the Royals are facing tomorrow night. Garrett Cole, one of the best pitchers on the planet. Um, wasn't he pitching in that College World Series for UCLA? Because I knew Trevor Barrow was on the team where Wade got that walk off. Yeah, there was a good athletic article not too long ago where. It was both them, Bauer and Garrett Cole. But like this is what Garrett Cole's the pitcher tomorrow night against the Royals. Now the crackdown happened. This was, this was him when he was asked about it. And have you ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know if. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that. <laughs> Pretty simple, Garrett. Just yes or no, man. Like so that that's who they're facing tomorrow, which I think this kind of makes it interesting. Um, but the decision is coming from the top, what Mirfield said. It's all coming out from on high. Like like most things in this sport are. Um Yeah, it uh it, it was you saw you saw some players bring up the um idea of this extra sticky substance that pitchers are starting to use to that that is enhancing their performance um you've seen guys like bauer kind of dive into the science of it and you see donaldson talk about it at length um from another science perspective but you know it's like the league heard that and just sort of said okay Here's we'll do our own digging and then we'll make our own decisions on how we're going to police it and how we're going to do it moving forward. And, um, you know, there might have been some talks with the league with certain players behind the scenes that guys aren't aware of, but it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the, the, the rant glass now went on the other day. Um, it would have been nice for them to, present this problem to the players and say, this is a problem. We need to fix it. Let's figure out how we can fix it. And uh, I'm sure that we could have, we could have figured something out. Well, it's got a point there. I get it. He's coming from some of the hitters aren't getting along with the pitchers right now, even on some teams because of the substance they're using, the hitters want it. Then you got Pete Alonzo out here from the Mets saying, well, I think they're conspiring everybody because to get everybody on the same page, we have to look at who's free agents. Are the hitters going to make the money of the pitchers? No, they're not doing that. But I, I do think they do need something. Do you agree they need like a universal substance for grip? I think the hitters would want that because they don't want, you know, they don't want to be hitting the back or hitting the head with baseballs is exactly what you're going to see with no grip. Yeah, and I think never playing professional baseball, you have to listen to the experts who are playing the game, right? When you think about the Moylan interview that, that we played yesterday and stuff like that, like people on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, want something that people can hold on to. And I know Will was being really diplomatic there, but I think he has a point. No, he has a point, and, you know, he doesn't want to complain about it. None of the players really want to see, be seen as a complainer about it. But 
you know, let's face it, a lot of hitters talk about it. You know, Josh Donaldson was pretty, you know, boisterous about it. The ball is moving like a wiffle ball at the plate. The pitchers have the advantage. All of a sudden, we have the worst batting average in Major League Baseball, 236. Major League Baseball says they're going to crack down on it. Boom, it goes up to 247. I'm going to be interested now, going forward, what it's going to be like. The adjustments pitchers are making. Some probably don't even use it. I mean, some don't. Some just use a little bit of the, well, everybody uses probably something, some kind of suntan. Rosin's legal. they got to have something to get some kind of grip on the baseball. Now, they weather them up and get them ready for the game. They're not just coming right out of the box when pitchers use them. But, and again, we haven't heard the, the stuff, Grant. I mean, we've heard about these baseballs getting, you know, the other dugout, getting a hold of them and looking at them and all the substance on them. But we haven't really heard from fans. You know, getting those foul balls or home run balls and saying, hey, look at this thing. It's got a, I mean, no one's picked up on that. And I guarantee they're looking. But everybody's always looking. Is this the next steroid problem in baseball? That's the question. Is it the next steroid problem in baseball going forward? Some pitchers, like Tyler Glass, now threw a fit. Said that's the reason he got hurt. Peter, Peter Moylan gave a great breakdown about why pitchers need it. Bring that back up next. Night. Do you realize that year for South Carolina, Witt had like a 26-game hitting streak? Garrett Cole was in that Sounds game for right. UCLA. Well, he didn't play that game, but the Trevor Bauer was warming up. Whit Merrifield got the walk-off. Dude has always been a hitter, man, but didn't have the shine of those other guys <laughs> to make his way up to the major leagues. I mean, it's unbelievable the things that he did when he got up here. But, of course, there will be the crackdown in Major League Baseball. Haven't seen any residual effects. You guys talk about it after games. Obviously, the game's going on now. You know, look at some of these scores like Houston 5, Orioles 0. I mean, we see any scoring there. Jacob DeGrom was pitching for the Mets or starting for the Mets. No one hits off of him anyway. Sticky stuff or not, it doesn't matter. Dude's good. One nothing Braves over Mets at this point. Didn't knew that was going to be a good, well-pitched game. But regardless, Peter Moylan, I thought, gave the best example. Played a little bit of it yesterday. He was asked on, he does, uh, he's an analyst on Bally Sports in Atlanta. And kind of changed my opinion on him, kind of either way. I mean, I don't really care. I understand the pitchers use this stuff. Maybe not to the extent. I think maybe they've taken it just a little bit too far. But Peter Moylan gave an example of why pitchers need at least something on the baseball. I'm going to try and stay as calm as I can, and I want to just let everyone know that I am not an expert. I am not a scientist. I am just giving you my opinions and my experiences, okay? Now, let's talk about what this is. This is a baseball. This is a brand-new, out-of-the-box, white baseball, okay? What it has, you can not going to be able to see it a little bit, but what it has is it has a little bit of shine on it. So what they do to get rid of the shine is they rub it with mud. Now, you'd think that's fine, right? But the problem is there is zero consistencies in the way they rub it up. They will either have a clubhouse kid rub it up one day, they'll have a different guy rub it up the next day. It could be rubbed up two days before the game, who knows? So by the time you get that baseball, the actual mud has lost any of its benefit because it's now just become a sandy, dusty, 
brand new baseball. Okay, so you use the sun, so you use the sweat and rosin method. You rub a bit of sweat, you get some rosin, and you're supposed to take the, the tackiness, so you're supposed to get some tackiness. All that then does is rub the mud that they put on the baseball off, and then you're stuck with this baseball. And you know, BJ, once you get a pearl in your hand, you cannot control that baseball. You can think that you're going to throw a sinker, and it's going to cut. You can think you're going to throw a cutter, and it's going to sink. So the issue that I've got is that Major League Baseball have taken away the one thing that we had that allowed us to grip the baseball. I'm not talking about get extra spin. I'm just talking about being able to grip the baseball, okay? My personal experiences. 2006, I come to the big leagues. I pitched from 2006 to 2010 with absolutely nothing. Just sweat and just rosin, right? I then have a couple of years of injuries. I come back. 2013, I'm in spring training with the Dodgers and I can't throw a breaking ball. I don't know why. I, I try everything. I'm just, everything I can. And I'm just thinking that it's the thin air in Arizona, right? Turns out I go to AAA and I'm having the same issue. Someone introduces me to sunscreen and rosin. And all that did, it didn't allow me to spin the ball anymore or throw any harder. All that did was allow me to go back to the picture that I was from 2006 to 2007. And the numbers prove it. My velocity didn't increase. My spin didn't increase. I was just the same guy that I was five years earlier. Okay? Fast forward to now. And guys have taken it too far. I completely understand. They've introduced sticky substances that do not belong on baseballs, and it's turned a pitcher that would have had a 2,400 RPM curveball into someone who can throw a 3,000 RPM curveball, which has effectively turned you into a different pitcher. So you cannot do that, and I'm all for outlawing that sort of stuff. Now, right. speaking of sticky-ticky, <laughs> you heard the comment that Tyler Glass now made, one of the top pitchers in the league who throws 100 miles an hour. He's saying you're taking the sticky ticky away, and now that caused the injury to me. I was, he was pretty bold by saying that. Because of his grip, right, Brian? Right? about that. Yeah, because, because of the way grip. he had to grip yeah, the baseball, exactly. right? He, he's effectively gone from when you have a little bit of sticky on your fingers or a little bit of tack on your fingers, when you're going to release the baseball, you're not, you're not gripping it. You're not gripping tight. You're just effectively laying your fingers on the baseball, and it's coming off it's coming off your fingertips, okay? So now what he's having to do without having any stickum or any kind of tacky on his fingers is he's having to get that ball right deep back into his hand and he's having to squeeze it with more pressure. And where does that pressure go? Right From your there. fingers, right down the forearm, straight into the elbow, <laughs> all right? Yeah. So what he said is absolutely believable. And what he said, I've experienced it myself. I went to spring training with Houston. I was a little bit overweight. I got a sore foot. I ended up having to change my mechanics. I lifted my arm angle up and I blew out two weeks later. So this is a real thing. Any kind of minuscule change in your mechanics or in the baseball or in your grip or in your release can have massive effects. That's and I don't think MLB understands that. That's incredible right. insight, wow. Peter. And we'll Great see, insight. We'll see what the result is going to be. See, I love that insight. I loved it. That made me rethink this whole thing. Like, I'm still on the fact that you don't change the rules in the middle of the game. Now, if you want to crack down on spider tech, that's fine. But as far as the rosin and suntan lotion... Let him do it, man. I agree. The hitters appreciate it. Remember Pineda used to have the old pine tar on the neck? Kidders didn't care because they still wouldn't get hit by the fastball. It wasn't like the guy was rocking 1-5 ERA either. Just let him do it. Just let him do it. So that's the news. Mondi on the I.L. Frank Clark with the charge. Just hold off on it. Don't let the information come to fruition. See what happens. He said it's a member of security teams or whatever. 
Let's not jump to conclusions. Just let the thing play out. Patience is all I'm saying, Grant. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, I did want to get to it before we uh, leave. Uh, just a, a fun note of, well, it's going to be a frustrating note. So the Washington football team, who still has that name, um, a trademark request made by the Washington football team for use of the name Washington football team is uh, that a pre-existing application is too similar. So it was turned down. They wouldn't do trademark Washington football team, but they can't. So now they're stuck. Or WFT, yeah. But they can still make the T-shirts and stuff because that was the big thing because they still make shirts. Since the office's refusal was because it's likely consumers would be confused, mistaken, or deceived as to the commercial source of the goods and or services. The original application asked for WFT or Washington football team to be used on clothing and apparel. But there's a guy named Philip McCauley. He's the legal owner of the Washington Football Club. Too similar. I guess this guy owns dozens of other potential nicknames. Like this guy is just. Oh, a, he owns them all. Oh, he just yeah, there's them all people up. like that that go out and <laughs> buy names. He has been criticized as being a trademark hog. So it's like he's also getting some cash. I was about to say, it sounds like a pretty good side hustle. He told ABC News last year that he offered the National Football League dozens of free trademarks for possible DC team names. So that was the thing. Remember the, when they floating out all the potential names? He, he went, had to have given them just the worst names out there, right? I mean, he wouldn't bought them all. Like, think about if your city's getting ready to get a team and you go out there and start trademarking all the names. I mean, there was that problem with Twitter when it first came out. Like, people would own the uh, Twitter account. The handle, yeah. Well, you've seen some people put, like, the real so-and-so or whatever on Twitter. That one guy someone, had the Chargers at forever. Yeah. What the guy that tweeted about going to a restaurant was it? PF Chang's, yeah. <laughs> was that that dude? <laughs> I think no, so. No, that was the real account, I think. Uh, maybe not. But he's a trademark hog. So they can't even trademark Washington football team. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing, Grant. It you, makes some business sense, though, if you're going to get a team. Are they going to be Washington football team for the rest of this year? I, I, yeah. What are I, they going to come up with a name? As soon as they can trademark one. I guess this trademark hog's got them all. Like, you know there's somebody in Vegas right now coming up buying Vegas A's, right? They got to be. Potential names for the A's are changed. Someone's buying names. The Vegas Hoover Dams. I don't know. Vegas Casinos. Vegas Gamblers. Part not the worst businesses the Vegas here. Vegas Hoover Dams? Thanks to Jake Eisenberg, the voice of the Omaha Storm Chasers. Thanks to uh, Ron Kopp from ArrowheadPride.com. Thanks to Grant Nicholson for producing the operation. See you guys later. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.